Shalom, dearest brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to this week's episode of Midweek with the Saints. Today, we're going to take a look at the life of Saint Gonzalo Garcia. Who was Saint Gonzalo Garcia? Saint Gonzalo Garcia was a man of Portuguese descent. His father was Portuguese and his mother was Indian. Therefore, he grew up in a Portuguese settlement in India. And he studied in a Jesuit school. By the age of 15, he joined missionaries who went to Japan. And he wanted so badly to join the Jesuit order because his love for Jesus was so intense. His zeal for the salvation of souls was so intense. He wanted to join the Jesuit order. But ultimately, he was rejected. He could not join the Jesuit order. And accounts say that this was on grounds of racial issues because he had Indian descent. However true this may be, he was ultimately rejected. But this did not stop him from fulfilling his desire in his heart to save souls for Jesus. When he was in Japan, he decided then he would become a lay missionary. And as a lay missionary, he went to places including Philippines. He brought the gospel of Jesus Christ there. And in Philippines, he came across this Franciscan priest. And through this Franciscan priest, he became a lay brother in the Franciscan order. And as he was a lay brother, he used to minister to the lepers in Philippines. Ultimately, after a few years of ministering to the lepers, he became a Franciscan friar. And his main area of calling, his main calling was catechesis. So he used to catechize the people in Philippines. Brothers and sisters in Christ, he also went back to Japan and he catechized people effectively over there. He became such an effective catechist catechist that he was ultimately put to death for his faith. His feast is celebrated on February 6th, which may ring a bell. Last week, we spoke about St. Paul Miki and his 25 companions who were put to death in Nagasaki. St. Gonzalo Garcia is one of those 25 companions. So in total, 26 martyrs were put to death on that holy hill in Nagasaki. St. Gonzalo Garcia was one of them one of those Franciscan friars who were put to death. So what was so special about St. Gonzalo Garcia? He was such an effective minister of the gospel. He was so in love with Jesus. He had a zeal for the salvation of souls. When he was rejected by the Jesuits, he became a lay missionary. And lay missionary that brought the gospel to whoever he came across. He was so fluent in Japan, which was not his native language, just so that he could bring the gospel to the native people in Japan. He became all things to all people. He even preached the gospel to lepers. He brought the love of Christ to them. And he ultimately became a catechist as a Franciscan friar. You know, when he was sentenced to death, an amazing account tells us that when they arrived at that holy hill in Nagasaki, he was the first, among the first, or in fact the first, to be put on the cross and ultimately executed. But the interesting story is this. When he reached that holy hill in Nagasaki, he ran to one of the crosses and he turned to executioners and he asked, Is this mine? He had such joy and enthusiasm to be put to death for Jesus that he ran to the crucifix as though it was a toy that his parents bought for him that he could play with or it was something that he could cherish with all his heart. He ran to one crucifix and asked, Is this mine? And the executioner said, No, this is not yours and brought him to another crucifix. And as soon as he came to that crucifix, he embraced that crucifix. He was ready to die for Jesus. Such was his zeal and enthusiasm for the salvation of souls. He was convinced that the blood that he would shed 
will become the seed for the church in Japan. The blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. The blood of St. Paul Mikis and Gonzalo Garcia and the other 24 martyrs became the seed for the church in Japan, the domestic church. Gonzalo Garcia embraced the cross. He was ultimately put to death. Let's take a few steps back. They were executed on February 6th. A month earlier, St. Gonzalo Garcia and the 25 companions, including St. Paul Miki, went through a time of torture. Because a month earlier, all of their left ears were cut off. So imagine living for one month without your left ear before you were actually martyred. It must have been really torturous. But they had such joy and enthusiasm, such zeal for the salvation of souls. And for those of you who watched last week's episode, we see that St. Gonzalo Garcia, St. Paul Miki, they were marching for one month to Nagasaki. One month to Nagasaki. It was a 600-mile journey, which is further than Perlis to Singapore. And if the accounts tally, it means that they were marching for one month without their left ears. But they were so joyful and enthusiastic. St. Gonzalo Garcia led the way. If Since he was the first to be martyred among all of them, he led the way by running to the crucifix and embracing the crucifix that was actually his. Such joy to die for the faith. Brothers and sisters in Christ, as I close this chapter of Midweek and with the Saints on the life of Asian martyrs or martyrs in general, this common theme that I see in the lives of these various saints, St. Pedro Calunso, St. John B. Brito, uh, St. Paul Miki, St. Gonzalo Garcia, and martyrs in general, not just Asian martyrs, St. Agnes of Rome we saw a couple of weeks ago, all of them had this zeal for souls. They had such a zeal for the salvation of souls. And not just any kind of zeal, but a sense of prophetic zeal. You know, Ralph Martin says this, and a prophet is zealous for the holiness of the Father's house. A prophet is single-mindedly focused on the internal consequences of believing or not believing in the Word of God. Gonzalo Garcia was single-minded. He was focused on the internal consequence of saying yes to God. And that his yes will mean that millions of others in Japan get to say yes. Rev Martin also says that a prophet knows that in each person's response of, or lack of response to the word of God rests their eternal destinies, blessing or curse, heaven or hell. You know, martyrs and saints, they had a firm gripping on this bigger picture, on this eternal destiny, on eschatology. Eschatology is a big word, but it's basically of the afterlife. What happens at the moment of death? We go to judgment and ultimately we are sent either to heaven or hell. Saint and martyrs had this re deep realization that we will ultimately go to either heaven or hell. And they were so in love with Jesus that they wanted to save souls for Jesus. They wanted to bring all men back to God. Back to Jesus, the heart of Jesus. Brothers and sisters Christ, we use the word zeal so often today that I wouldn't say that we've lost the meaning of the word zeal, but we haven't truly grasped the proper meaning of the word zeal. What is zeal? You know, St. Thomas Aquinas says in his Summa Theologica, in the first part of the second part of the Summa Theologica, and question number 28, article number 4, he says that, and I'm reading from the tour of the Summa, written by Monsignor Paul Glenn. He says this, Another effect of love is zeal. Okay, one of the um, effects of love is zeal. You know, the martyrs had such an intense love for Jesus that we give it a name. 
that intense love of Jesus, for Jesus, the intense love for the intentions of Jesus, we call it zeal. St. Thomas Aquinas says, in its good meaning, zeal is steady ardor in loving. Steady ardor in loving. In one evil meaning, zeal is an unreasonable and intemperate ardor for making other people love something. This zeal is called zealotry. Another evil meaning, zeal is an inordinate ardor for exclusive possession of the object of love and an unreasonable effort to block out others from loving it. And this zeal is called jealousy. So we have zeal, we have the good zeal which we call being zealous, we have the bad zeal which we call zealotry or jealousy, two different kind of bad zeal. Therefore, zealous and jealous, to have zeal or to have jealousy, zealous or jealous are in root the same word. Zealotry and jealousy are effects of misdirected and disordered love. Today we are talking about zealous, being zealous for Jesus, for the salvation of souls, for the intentions of Jesus' heart. We want to be so on fire for Jesus and for the intentions of His heart and we want to bring people back to Him. So it's interesting that zealous and jealous come from the same root word and how we direct or channel this zealousness is important so that we use it for the salvation of souls and not for our own gain. To be zealous means to say that I want this for God. To be jealous ultimately says I want this for myself. If I were to summarize it and simplify it. Now, St. John Paul II in his encyclical Redemptoris Missio says this in regards to zeal. Uh, zeal for souls in particular. Let me pull it up. Okay. The missionary is urged on by zeal for souls, a zeal inspired by Christ's own charity, which takes the form of concern, tenderness, compassion, openness, availability, and interest in people's problems. Jesus' love is very deep. He who knew what was in men loved everyone by offering them redemption and suffering when it was rejected. The missionary, each one of us, brothers and sisters in Christ, is called to be missionary disciples. Whether we are called to martyrdom, physical martyrdom, we are called to be missionaries. All the martyrs were effective missionary disciples. And we are all called to be missionary disciples. We call to have the zeal for souls, as St. John Paul II put it, a zeal inspired by Christ's own charity, Christ's own love, which takes on the form of concern, etc., and Jesus' love is so deep. We are called to tap into this love and to extend this love as we go on our mission. He knew what was in man. He loved everyone by offering them redemption and suffered when it was rejected. He loved everyone by offering them redemption. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we are all called to be missionary disciples. We are called, all called to have zeal for souls. And in order to have this zeal for souls, we need to tap into the love of Jesus. When you and I are truly convinced like St. Gonzalo Garcia, like St. Paul Mickey, like the martyrs who have gone before us, that Jesus loves us so much and Jesus loves our brothers and sisters that we come across, we will have such zeal for these souls that we want to share with them the love of Jesus. We want to bring them to Jesus. And to have the sense of prophetic zeal basically means that we are single-minded, as Ralph Martin said earlier as I was reading of his book in a church in crisis, the final chapter. A prophet is zealous and a prophet is single-mindedly focused on the internal consequences of believing or not believing in the word of God. Why prophet? Why am I talking about being a prophet? 
Brothers and sisters, Christ, I will end on this note, reminding all of us what the martyrs had a firm gripping of. The fact that we have a threefold duty, baptismal duty, to be priest, king, and prophet. And zeroing in on the third duty, which is to be a prophet. To be a prophet means to speak the word of God in the life of people we come across. To speak the word of God in the situation that we come across. To be the voice of God in the world today. To be the voice of God in the life of others that we come across. To speak forth. Just like the prophets in the Old Testament, we have this prophetic ministry and this anointing to prophetically speak over others the truth of the gospel. To speak to others, not just ideas or words, but to speak to others Jesus. To speak Jesus to others because Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And all the saints, the martyrs especially, they had this prophetic zeal. They spoke forth Jesus as the way, the truth and the life. They spoke forth Jesus to the people they came across, even to their executioners. They were so convinced indeed that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. The way to heaven, the truth that we all adhere to ultimately, and the love of our souls, the lover of our souls, the love of our lives. That is why the saints and the martyrs could willingly die for the faith. Brothers and sisters in Christ, let us ask God for the grace to have this zeal for souls. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you, Lord, for the gift of these saints, these martyrs, these Asian martyrs that you give as role models for each one of us. That same zeal for the salvation of souls that you put in your heart, Lord, that burning desire, we ask that you put it in our heart, Lord, that you fan the flame in our hearts, Lord God, so that this fire will grow brighter and hotter, that it will become dazzling white, Lord. The fire will become dazzling white, Lord. Pure, Lord God. Pure in intention, Lord, that we do our work as missionary disciples, Lord, for the sole purpose of pleasing you and bringing the souls back to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Not like the martyrs, Lord, help us to lay down our lives for the gospel, Lord. Help us to die to ourselves. Saint Gonzalo Garcia, help us to have that joy, that enthusiasm, that zeal in being martyrs for the faith. That we will run to the cross that is mandated for us. That we run to the cross that is ordained for us and that we will embrace the cross. Although we know we are going to suffer, but only for a little while. The eternal consequences are worthwhile. Saint Gonzalo Garcia, praying in the seat for us to embrace the cross. To bless even our executioners, to bless our persecutors to pray for their conversion, to pray for the conversion of the souls of those that we are close to, conversion of souls that we are not close to, conversion of the souls that we like the least, St. Gonzalo Garcia. Pray and intercede for us that we will rise up to be missionary disciples, that we will rise up in the small and the big occasions, that we will rise up consistently so that if at all the Lord does call us to physical martyrdom at one day, we can truly and authentically run to that crucifix just as you did, St. Gonzalo Garcia. And St. Gonzalo Garcia, continue to pray for us day in, day out. Amen. So, brothers guys, before I end, I have a few announcements to make. So, first and foremost, you would have noticed this beautiful illustration over here of St. Gonzalo Garcia. And this was designed by none other than my beloved sister, Amanda Lee, from City on a Hill. And she is offering a 5% discount for all those 
who want to go to her shop, online shop, and purchase items for all those who are watching here. So you, you can either scan the code on which I'm displaying on the screen right now to go to that link. And once you are checking out at her shop, online shop, insert the code NWTS5. So scan this code, or if you don't want to scan, click in the description box below. The links are there. Or if you're watching on Instagram, click in the links in the bio, which will lead you ultimately to her shop. So there's a ton of good Catholic merchandise up there. And it's available. It's available for each one of you to purchase. You know, Catholic merchandise is really useful for us. It's tools for evangelization. For example, I have put forth a sticker which I bought from Amanda on my laptop. And it has become a tool for evangelization when my non-Christian Catholic friends ask me, who is this? And there, the door is open for me to preach to them the life of this scene, which ultimately points us to the life of Jesus Christ. So let's be intentional in wanting to evangelize. Let us put forth these triggers in our lives that point others to Jesus, point others to the saints, and ultimately to Jesus. So click on this link or scan this QR code that will direct you to this shop so that you can purchase these items, either for yourself or for your loved ones. Just click on the link and don't forget to insert the coupon code MWTS5 at the very end. And last but not least, I would like to make an announcement of a, an event that my ministry, the Seeds Ministry, is organizing for the season of Lent. As we all know, Lent is a season that um, many of us just run through the motions. And it is tempting to do that if we don't have a community. Um, the season of Lent is meant to be so meaningful. So the Seeds Ministry is organizing this new exodus. And the launching is happening this Sunday at 8.30pm. So I ask that each one of you, if you are between the ages of 13 to 35, this is an event for all youths between the ages of 13 to 35, to scan on the QR code so that you can sign up. Or if you are watching on YouTube, you can also click in the description box below. If you are watching on Instagram, in the link in the bio. Get to this link, sign up for our Zoom session. The launching is at 8.30pm this Sunday. Join this session and you'll find out more details of how we are going to journey together as a community of believers, young believers on fire for Jesus throughout this season of Lent. Brothers and sisters in Christ, that is all for this week. May St. Gonzalo Garcia not only pray for us, but walk with each one of us for the rest of this week, showing us how we can give God greatest glory, honor, and thanksgiving. To God be the glory. Take care, brothers and sisters in Christ, and God bless.